Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to the Bibliophile Hour. I am your host slash cousin, Erica the Bibliophile, and we are here for day 30 of Read a Book, Record a Podcast, and it is time for the wedding of Rule and Cameron, and I'm ready to jump into it. Let's go. So six months later is the day of the wedding. She's been meeting with her mom and her younger, her new younger sister, Braille. And this is the fifth wedding dress trip that is still unsuccessful. And she can't understand why it's so hard to find a dress. And without the perfect dress, she refuses to have the ceremony that her parents want for her. And without the dress, she plans to just sneak away and elope with rule you know, just say their vows in front of the justice of, justice of peace and be done with it. And, you know, she's been crying. And then Elle also is not moved to California, but she currently has a job in California. So she's not there to help her. But Elle invited her out to L.A. so, you know, she could shop and look for a dress there. So when she gets into the bed later with Rule, you know, he's trying to console her and tell her, you know, you'll find the perfect dress. Don't stress about it. And they have this back and forth of, but what if I don't? You will, you know, just keep going until he's like, Cameron, you will find the perfect dress. Just calm down. But they also have another problem. Power doesn't know if he'll be able to come to the wedding and... You know, it's ruining both of their moods. She can't find a dress. He really doesn't want to do this without his brother. So she mentions, you know, going to the courthouse and just being done with it. You know, the wedding isn't what's important. It's about what we invest into our marriage. So he asks her, you know, who are you trying to convince? You or me? And she's really trying to convince herself. But he's like, you know, you're not going to do that. You just need to let me pick your dress. She's like, I'm not doing that. Why? You don't trust me? I got style. And she tells him, you know, you might have style for a man, but I'm not trusting you with my wedding dress. Ain't it for me, though? I guess. So I should know what I want to see you in, right? And she agrees. And her only stipulation is that it better not be red because, you know, red is his favorite color. And he's like, man, come on now. If I want you in a red dress, you better believe that red dress going to be bad as hell and you're going to be off the Richter scale, classy and beautiful in it. So she says, let's make a deal. And the deal is if she goes to one store in L.A. with L and she doesn't find her dress, he can pick it. So he says, cool, just leave your measurements here because I know your choosy behind ain't going to find nothing. And so, you know, he gets out of the bed and is about to go. And she's like, where are you going? He says, to fix me something to eat. I'll fix it. I can do it. I know you've had a long day. I want to. And he turns around to look at her and it's just her like with her legs open. He says, "Mm, my favorite meal. Rule and Cameron are on a date and... Rule, like, he's not very talkative because power is on his mind. 
He wants to tell Rule that he talked to Power and that Power's not going to be able to make it. But she's already stressing over her dress, so he doesn't want to further put any burdens on her shoulder. He wants to be the one to relieve her of stress. But she can sense that something's not right. So she's like, you know, what's wrong? He tells her nothing. Are we lying to each other now? Is that what we doing? And so, you know, he lets her know I talk to Power and that when we get married, it'll be during the playoffs and one of the stipulations of his contract that he signed to be one of his students' personal coach is that he was to attend all playoff games. He's been trying to find a way around it, but he can't. And, you know, this bothers him because Rule and Power have shared every monumental moment in their lives together. And this would be the first one that Power missed. And because he's so used to always being able to count on his brother, Rule doesn't know how to feel or how to react. Because it's like, what, just a, a year ago, he was standing right next to Power in Vegas, being his best man for his wedding. And they grew up together. They've been in the business together. So they've done everything together. So now that it's his turn, it's just like, damn, my brother's not here to be there for me and so Cameron offers to push the date back but Rule says no you know they've already sent out the invitations they've got the venue paid for it'll be okay and she's like you know I I know you and he was trying to smile his way through it but as soon as she said that his smile fell and he sits back in his seat he's like you know I want him to be there but that's just not possible. As long as I have you, I have all I need. And it's like, yeah, that's uh it sounds good, but no, we really know what's going on. So Cameron goes out to LA and she she's not in a rush to call rule, but he's right. She still didn't find a dress. And so she's spending time with Elle, you know, like catch me up, what's been going on, and you know, I know you're going crazy without having your husband around. And she does. Elle misses power so much. But, you know, they're both working and she understands that. So it's nothing to be too upset about. And so then Elle asks her, you know, what's going on with your dad and your mom? So Edward has gotten a divorce and he and Mama Brenda are now dating they decided they're just going to take it slow. And then Cameron tells Elle, you know, there's something I need to tell you. And when she says it like that, you know, Elle is like, something else bad has happened. You know, what's going on? And she's like, no, it's something good. Really good, actually. She's like, well, spit it out. Don't keep me in suspense. What's going on? I'm pregnant. And Elle is like, what? How? I mean, I know how, but weren't you on birth control? Because that was like a whole conversation between Cameron and Rule that she wasn't getting off birth control until he married her. And, you know, she said she got off a month ago because he had been saying, you know, when you're going to get off, I want you to have my babies and we're going to get married. And so she did it. And of course, this is a crying, happy moment for both of them. But she's like, so I got a little baby in there. And it's, I'm like, no, sis, I have a baby in there. But, you know, hey, God, mama, auntie, no cousins. I had to think they're not sisters. Um, 
but yeah so that's a, a a bright spot in what seems to be a sad moment going on so on the few days that power does have off you know he'll fly to la to spend time with l and then he'll come home to check in with rule so right now they're shopping for rules tuxedo and rule is whining about not wanting to wear a tux so power says don't it's your wedding you can do what you want but he's like, man, Cameron will have a fit if she walked down the aisle and saw me and what I really wanted to wear. So he's like, you know, so what do you want to wear? And he doesn't know, but he knows he just doesn't want it to be a standard black tux, which I can see because throughout the books, the outfits that B describes him wearing, a standard black tuxedo is not his style. He likes color. He likes flavor. But while Rule is going through the store, he comes up with a white dinner jacket with black and gold lapels and pocket trimmings. And they take out the black and gold pocket square and he replaces it with a red one. And it will be the same shade of red slacks that Rule has chosen to wear. So and then he also chooses a white button down shirt with black buttons and a black bow tie and rule loves it he's like man this shit fly as hell and power says you know it's the least i can do and rule says you know it's okay i know you would be here if you could and he just can't so right after he proposed they started their search for an architect who could draw up their dream home and with the blueprint in hand, Rule hired the same team who built his parents' home, you know, all those years ago. So right now, they're doing a walkthrough of their home. And, you know, it, it sounds beautiful. The kitchen is, like, pale blue. It has a pale blue island. There's lanterns. It's just, it sounds pretty. And then the living room... They haven't really fully decorated yet. And the living room is empty except for Rule's grand piano and guitar. They have a bookshelf built in along the walls. There's a fireplace. They have a breakfast nook. And um, it has built-in shelves. And there's a beautiful glass view of their land. And that just sounds amazing. Like having land to yourself so there's no one out there but you. And then you have this beautiful scenery, so you have a big open view of your land. And anyway, so as they're walking through, Rule asks her, you know, are you ready to see the barn? And she looks up, oh, excuse me, she looks up at him with tears in her eyes. And he's like, you know, what's wrong? She's like, nothing. This is beautiful. I'm just a little overwhelmed and everything is right. And he's looking at her as if he doesn't believe her. And she has to reassure him that she's fine. And he's like, are you sure? I'm positive. Now show me my barn. And, you know, they get out there. And it's a traditional red barn with timber frame and custom braces. And she jumps into his arms and says, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited. And he's like, you haven't even looked inside. I don't have to. It's perfect. And it's like, that's true. It's just like, I don't even want to see that. The fact that you did this for me and you gave me what I said I always wanted and wanted to do. Just thank you. 
And she's about to tell him that she's pregnant, but then she backs out. And, you know, she's like, rule? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I'm, I'm, you're what? I'm hot. Can we just go? He's like, you don't want to look inside? No, it'll make me want to stay here now. And I know it's not ready yet. Plus, we still have to get the furniture in. I'll wait until we move to look inside. So he's looking at her like, girl, are you sure you okay? But he agrees and they leave. And but before they go, you know, he pulls her close to him and just stares into her eyes as if he can find something to let him know what's going on with her. But he really can't. So Rule didn't tell anyone that he applied to grad school because he wasn't sure if he'd get in. Like, sure, he graduated top of his class before. But, you know, there's always that doubt that maybe this time you're not as good as you think you are. But and he didn't want to say anything until he received a letter saying he got in. So to celebrate of him getting in, he took Cameron to Ruth Chris and she declines a glass of wine. So now he's looking at her as if she's a stranger because he's like, since when don't you drink? And she just says, I just want water tonight. No big deal. And honestly, I'm ready to go. I told you about wearing your glasses. Wine will just make me want you more. He ain't falling for it because he's like, mm, girl, you always drinking. So what's what's the issue? And so when he orders dessert, he puts it in the middle of them. And now she's looking at him like he's crazy. She's like, what do you want? Why I got to want something? You never share your dessert with me. I can't share with my wife. And so her shoulders cave and her smile falls. And she's like, what? That's what you are. You're my wife. Yeah, but I've never heard you say it before. It just sounded so good. And so as they're about to eat, as they're about to eat, um, she says, I'm scared to eat this. I want to know what it's going to cost me. So he says, it's not going to cost you anything. I'm just in a really good mood and I have some good news, actually. And so he tells her that he applied for a grad school. And she's like, you know, why didn't you tell me? What are you going for? And he's like, I didn't say I I got in. Maybe I didn't. And that led to something else. And she's like, yeah, right. I know you got in. There's no way you could not get in. You're the smartest and wisest man I know. So what are you going to study? And, you know, he starts blushing. So he tells her he's going for counseling and she says, you know, that's great. I'm so proud of you. And he questions like you are. And I don't know, that bothered me a little bit. Like, why wouldn't I be proud of you? And she gave him like the push that he needed earlier saying, you know, like, I know you're not going to get out of the game now, but when you do, then you can do this. So of course she would be proud that you're actually doing what you said you wanted to do anyway. And, you know, so she actually going for your doctorate and he says, yep, you need to go for yours too. So that means I'll be calling you Dr. Owens. You'll be calling me daddy before you call me doctor. But eventually, yeah. The wedding is now two days away and they're finishing their last rehearsal. So while Cameron and Rule are talking, Edward walks over to her and, you know, asks if he can speak to her alone. 
So when they get to an empty corner, she asks him, you know, what's wrong? And he says, nothing's wrong. I'm just, you know, that your mother and I have been dating again. And I was wondering if you give me your blessing to ask her to marry me. So she like clutches his arm and is like, are you serious? And he says, I am. That's, I, yeah, sure. Of course, go for it. And she makes him promise that he'll be good to her mom. She deserves nothing but the best. I agree. That's what I plan to give her. I give you my word. When are you going to propose? Now, while all of her family is here, I want her to see that I'm not afraid or ashamed of my union with her. And Cameron smiles and fans her face like she's getting emotional. But I'm just like, what is there to get emotional about? You're kind of... 20 how old is Cameron now 24 25 years too late but uh, whatever so Cam goes back to her seat and he's like you know what was that all about so she tells him he's gonna propose and she grabs Rule's hand as she watches her dad walks over to Brenda and he holds her hand and he says something because Mama Brenda starts blushing and she's covering her face. And slowly, Edward kneels down in front of Brenda and Brenda stands up. You know, she's shocked. And she starts searching the room for Cameron. So Cameron stands up and waves and nods her head. And Mama Brenda's pointing to Edward like she can't believe what's happening. So Cameron blows her a kiss and sits back down. It's just like, then you hear Mama Brenda yell out, Yes! So it's a happy occasion and her fam she puts it as her family being back together. I never mind. I'm not gonna <laughs> put my two cents in on that. But it's just like does is your family back together? Is it really? Or does your dad get rewarded with bad behavior and things that he doesn't deserve? So it's the day of the wedding and they're moments away from exchanging their vows. And Elle is making her way to Rule's room to grab uh, Cameron's dress. Neither one of them knew what he picked and they were anxious to see what it was. But when Elle makes her way to his room, she sees the sad look on his face. And when he sees her, he tries to smile and cover it up. But she had already seen him, so she's concerned. And on what was supposed to be the happiest day of his life... Rule looks withdrawn and unenthused. And so Elle kneels down in front of him and places her hand on his thighs, asking, what's wrong? You're not having second thoughts about this, are you? And he says, of course not. I'm just nervous and I want my brother here. And she says, you know, I want him here too. So he tells her where the dress is and to tell Cameron, I can't wait to see her in it. And Ella's more worried about him. She's like, you know, is there anything I can do, say, bring you? And he says, no, I appreciate you, though. I'll be fine when I see her coming down the aisle to me. And, you know, she cups his face with the palm of her hand and caresses his cheek. And he covers her hand with his as if he's trying to pull some of her energy and calm himself down and 
So Elle promises, I'm going to go get her ready for you. And when she walks out the door with the dress, she goes to call Power. And, you know, when he answers, she says, can you call your brother? He's in there looking all sad and helpless. I feel so bad. I'll do better than that. I'll be there in about 30 minutes. Can you stall the wedding until I get there? And she's like, really? How did you do that, though? And he promises to explain everything when he gets there. He's on his way. And she tells him, you know, you're the best. And he says, I'll see you in a few minutes. And, you know, when she goes back to Cameron's room, she's all smiling and happy. And she tells her, you know, I just talked to Power. He's on his way. He said he'll be here in the next 30 minutes. So do you mind waiting? And Cameron is like, of course not. This will make my husband happy. And I'm happy to see him too. So no, of course. And she asks, does Ruin know? And she says, no, he looks so down and out that I called Power to see if he could call Rule. And that's when he told me he was on his way. So Cameron is like, thank you, Jesus. Okay, this is what I need you to do. So Cameron's request was L blindfold rule. And when she did, you know, she goes into his room and she starts um, tracing his freckles as she normally does. And then he pulls her down into his lap and he asks, you know, did you like the dress? And she hasn't even looked at it yet. She's like, I wanted to come in here and check on you. And he says, I'm good. I'm better than that better now that you're here even though I can't see you and so she says listen I have something to tell you two things actually go for it first power is on his way and so you know he's excited about that he's like really really he wants us to wait about 30 minutes for him to get here please can we please and I love that. Oh, my God. I love sibling bonds like that or even friendships. When people are close like that, I just love it. But she says, absolutely. Okay, so what's the second thing? And once again, she's stumbling off over her words. And she's like, I'm God, this is hard. I got off my birth control a little over a month ago. And his arms fall from her waist and he tries to remove the blindfold. But she's like, no, you can't see me. He's like, man, fuck that. And she's like, (laughs) she's like, stop cussing in this church. He's like, man, I have to see you. Are you saying what I think you're saying? So once again, he goes to try to take off the blindfold and she won't let him. And then his hands go to her face And the feeling of her tears has tears falling from his eyes. So he's like, say it. I need to hear you say it. Okay, I'm I'm pregnant. And for a second, he doesn't say anything. They're just sitting in silence. And his head is nestled on her chest. And, you know, she has her arms around him, running her hands up and down his back. He's like, you're pregnant? My baby is having my baby? Yes. Your baby is having your baby. So he's like, really? She says, really? This fool says, about time. (laughs) Which is true. Because he's like, man, he's been trying to make this happen for a while. So then he starts stumbling over his words. Like, I can't. I don't know. And she tells him, just process it. We'll talk after the wedding. 
Thank you, Cam. I love you so fucking much. And she's like, man, what did I say? We are in a church. Why do you keep cussing? I'm sorry. You got me in my feelings. Just go. And she's like, how you going to put me out when I came down here to see about you? I'm ready now. My nigga on his way. I got a baby inside you. I'm about to levitate out of this damn church. Rule. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God knows. He knows my heart. It's just like, fool, you gonna get us all struck down in this church. When Power gets there, Elle goes to see him. And, you know, they exchange our misuse. And he tells her, I'm tired of missing you. So she asks, you know, what does that mean? He says, I can't do this anymore. I need you. I need my wife. My priorities need to be realigned. I need to be with you starting our family instead of living my NBA dreams through Wesley. And she tells him, you know, you don't have to. But he tells her that he has a replacement. And depending on how Wesley performs, he may be able to get out of his contract. He went to Wesley, you know, telling him that he needs to play tonight. Like his life depended on it because his does. So, you know, depending on how well Wesley plays, he can get out of his contract and he can come to his wife. And, you know, this makes her happy, but she didn't want to say that like outright and she tells him you know rule has something very important to tell you and Paul's like you know i can wait because he really feeling her up it's just like y'all don't respect the church at all and he says i mean l says no it can't besides if you don't leave we're gonna end up making love right here that's fine with me power he's like fine and so she asks if he's going back to L.A. with her tomorrow. And he says, I am. We need to get started on making a baby. Now it's time for the actual wedding. The aisles of the church are covered with red roses and sunflower petals. There are lit candles set at the end of each pew. And they have white cushions along with white marble flooring, wall ceiling. And ceiling created an ambiance of holiness, love, and purity that those inside the room knew would encompass Rule and Cameron's union. So Rule is rocking back and forth as he waits for his bride. And Paula has to grab his arm to keep him still. So then it's time for Cameron. She's standing at the doors of the church. And Rule is breathless. His eyes are blurred with tears as he watch, watches her slow saunter down to him. So Rua chose a custom-made red heart-shaped backless lace vintage dress with an A-train, A-line train, excuse me. The top of the dress was sheer and showed most of her skin minus the lace flowers that were completely covering that were perfectly placed to cover her breast, the middle of her stomach, and parts of her side. The bottom of the dress was sheer with a high and wide slit that showed off her leg. This sounds mad sexy to be inside of a church. I kind of want to see this dress. I'm going to have to look this up and see if I can see it because it just sounds so pretty. And so... She doesn't want to admit it or she hates to admit it, but Rule had picked the perfect dress. So Rule flings his head back as if to stop his tears from falling. And when that doesn't work, he tries to walk down towards Cameron, but Power stops him, like, let her come to you. 
And Rula's looking at Power like, nah. <laughs> like, no. And Power tells him, man, just stand here. And then a few steps later, he sighs and groans and yells out Cameron's name. So that causes the singing and the piano player to stop. And he says, hurry up. <laughs> she laughs and wipes her tears as she nods. But, you know, they're still walking the way they practice it. And so by the time she and her dad are halfway down the aisle, Rule loses all patience. And quicker than power can grab him, Rule left his side and walked towards Cameron. And so she's smiling and crying even harder. And Rule takes her face into his hands and says, why are you taking so long? And she says, I'm walking at the same pace I walked in rehearsal. It's too slow. It's taking too long. I need you now. And so with Rule on one side and Edward on the other, she walks the rest of the way with a bright smile on her face. So the pastor says, that's a first. <laughs> and it's like, that's Rule. What can you do? And so... They want to avoid the traditional and exchange vows and stones alone. Oh, wait, what is the stones thing? I have to look that up. But anyway, um, so they each have two stones. No, one stone, sorry. They have one stone that they pass to each other. But um, Rule receives his uh, stone from power and says... The pastor tells them, as you hand them to each other, I want you to tell one another what these stones mean to you. And rule goes first. So anyway, these stones represent what I want to be for you. The man that keeps you grounded, safe and steady. The man that you can always count on no matter what. So he kisses the stone and hands it to her. And she holds it in her hands for a few seconds before putting it in the box that the pastor is holding. So then she gets hers from L and says, this stone represents what I want to be for you. The woman that keeps you focused, the woman that gives you strength, the woman that you can rest and rely on. So she kisses her stone and hands it to him. He holds it and kisses it before putting it in the same box. And so now it's time for their vows. Rule takes both of her hands into his and, and you know, she's looking worried, but he promises I'm going to do right. I had this long paper full of promises that I wanted to make. Half of it, I'd probably struggle to keep all of the things about you that I loved. Some things I can't stand, but the truth of the matter is I can't put into words how full my heart is because of you. What I feel for you goes beyond love, beyond happiness. It's like you literally are me. You're that in tune with me. I don't know what I did to deserve you, but I thank God for you. And I vow to spend the rest of my life showing you just how grateful I am to have you in my life. And ooh, got me emotional. But now it's Cameron's turn. And she says, I don't think I'm the most emotional woman. Well, now I am because, you know, she's been crying all day. I've never really been into expressing myself and talking about myself. You pulled me out of myself when I was in a dark space emotionally. You pulled my guards down and exposed my heart, my soul, myself to me. You taught me my memories have nothing to do with my reality. My present with you, you are my present, my gift from God, 
You've taken my scars and turned them into beauty marks. And now that I'm loving and truly living, there's no way I could do this without you. So you're stuck with me for life, dude. <laughs> I'm about to make it as loving, crazy, and passionate as you've made mine. And so now it's time to exchange the rings. And, you know, it's the, I give you this ring as a symbol of my love. And as it encircles your finger, may it remind you always that you are surrounded by my loyal, unconditional, and enduring love. I will forever wear this ring as a sign of my commitment and desire for you. And Rule tells her, you better. <laughs> so now it's at the end and the pastor pronounces them man and wife. And when he says you may kiss the bride, Rule shakes his head and pick cameras up and tosses her over his shoulder and carries her down the aisle. And, you know, she tells him, man, Rule, you better not drop me. Man, ain't nobody gonna drop your little ass. Rule, I'm sorry. Just like, please get out of the church. Just get out of the church. So now it's, what, nine months later? And they just had their first baby. Their son, who they named Rain. And as Rule is sitting there holding him, his heart is filled with love and fear. Because, like, although you want a baby, when you actually get the baby, it's a completely different story. But Rain is the perfect mix of them with his gray eyes, dimples, and freckled cheeks. And he hands the baby back to Cameron because he's about to go get everyone out of the waiting room. And Ella's also pregnant. So Power has been on her head about eating and resting, but they've been pacing outside the door you know, ready to see the baby. And she says, you know, I'll be glad when she has him, Rain and their baby will be able to grow up together like we did, like you and Power did. Yeah, well, don't think that's going to get you out of giving me another baby. She said, whatever. I ain't going there with you. This ain't, this one ain't even an hour yet, old yet. And you already talking about having another one. And he says, hell yeah, as soon as I get permission from your doctor, I'm going back in and planting more seeds. And she says, boy, please, you're going to wait at least a year. That's what you think. That's what I know. Man, whatever. Just go get my folks with your inconsiderate ass. Yeah, yeah. You just hold my son up like the prince he is. And she rolls her eyes and smiles because there's no point in arguing with Rule. There are some things that he lets her get away with and some things he doesn't. So having more kids is one thing she knows he's not going to budge on and she shouldn't even argue with. And... That's the end of this short story. I thought it was much longer than this, but I read this like years ago. So I couldn't really remember. Um, but yeah, this book was just about the wedding alone. And tomorrow is the fourth and final book, which is The Return of the Connect. That was a good book. Too. Well, it's all a good book. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this short episode of read a book record a podcast day 30 and i will see you back tomorrow for the last and final read a book record a podcast a little mini series that i did of recording a book for every day of the month peace and blessings my beautiful people